Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today. Today, we're going to be talking about neck and shoulder pain. So we're going to be talking about that topic because it's a very hot topic. A lot of people are coming into my practice with this issue, and not only that, obviously, when it translates to headaches as well, it's also a big detriment for a lot of people. So neck and shoulder pain and how that creates headaches. So, uh, of course, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the Internet at AskDrWan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. If you want to talk to one of our team members, if not, you can simply leave a voicemail or you can text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. We do have an upcoming dinner on March 7th, uh, 6.30 p.m. at Basils in Troy. That is March 7th, uh, Monday night, 6.30 p.m. at Basils in Troy. At that event, we're going to be talking about where true health and healing comes from. So if you're interested in finding out more about what we do in our office and how we do it, by all means, get signed up. So, um, of course, you know, every time that I start a radio show and uh, I get on radio, I always like to talk about my big why and why it is that I get on radio and why I want to educate people about true health and healing. And for me, it all started eight years ago when um, I got a phone call from my mom uh, to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying. Then, of course, I start crying because my mom is my hero. I saw my mom struggle day in and day out as a single mother of three to put food on the table and a roof over our heads. So I asked my mom at that moment, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. I said, okay, fair enough. I don't know what to do, mom. Um, I know one thing, though. I know God put an amazing power in your brain. And if your brain and body are communicating 100%, it ought to function and heal 100%. So mom, let's get your spine checked. We did. And from the front to back view, um, you're supposed to be nice and straight. My mom had a bend in her spine between T1 and T7. And we looked at the side view of my mom's neck. You're supposed to be a nice 45 degree angle. My mom had zero degrees out of 45. So when I saw those things, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt they were not helping anything. Because for years, my mom suffered from upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, chronic sinus infections, and every single time she went to the doctor, she got the same exact answer, and it was always a medication or a surgery. Uh, Obviously, she never did the surgery, but she always got a medication that would mask the symptoms for 10, 20, 30 years until she was left with a disease, cancer, that literally threatened to take a life at any moment. So I finally asked my mom, why did you decide to do things different now? She says, son, simple. I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Of course... Uh, at that moment, you know, uh, I was like, you know what, that, that's my, that's my kids, you know, uh, four kids now, my, my oldest daughter is eight years old, Eden, Eve is six, John Lucas, three years old and Ellery is eight months old. And, you know, so at the end of the day, my mom chose to do something different to afford her kids, nieces and nephews, my kids, nieces and nephews, and her grandchildren, the opportunity of having a grandmother, aunt and mother in the future. So because of that, my mom 
is still alive today, eight years post-diagnosis, even though her doctors told her, you're not going to last very long. You're going to last about six months if you don't follow what we say. So my mom chose within her own hands to take responsibility of her health. My question to all of you is, who's responsible for your health? We all know the answer. You are. You're responsible for your health, but obviously in our country, we do things different. We go to a doctor that tells us to take a medication. When those medications don't work anymore, they tell us to get a surgery, right? And then after that, the pain comes back, and guess what you are told to do again? To get another medication, and then the cycle starts over again. So in our practice, we, we preach something completely different. We give you the power because you're the patient. And it is your body, it is your responsibility, so all we do is we equip you with the information to make better decisions so you can be empowered to take care of your health. So, you know, for me, I think it's important that um, people are just knowledgeable of what is going on with their bodies so they can actually make the best healthcare decisions possible, right? So for me, I think it's um, absolutely crucial to educate my patients as to where problems come from. So... Today, talking about neck and shoulder pain and how this leads to headaches and all these other issues that people are dealing with almost on a constant basis, which is unbelievable to me, you know, you have to figure out a different way because think about it this way. If what you've been doing is still the same thing you used to do in high school and college and now you're 50 years old and you keep doing the same things you used to do before, for your neck and low back pain or your headaches or shoulder pain, that means that obviously, clearly, you have not figured out the cause of your problems. So for me, I think it's very important that you understand why things happen and how they happen and understand what you need to do to prevent yourself from having that problem over and over in the future, right? So to keep doing the same thing over and over with getting the same results is clearly called insanity. So this is why I educate people so they are now in a better position to make a better decision based on information, not propaganda, not uh, hearsay, not from, you know, uh, some some ad from some sort of, you know, device that somebody's trying to sell you. Right. So when we're talking about neck and shoulder pain, um, it is very common to see these together. Uh, Reason being is because obviously they're in proximity. So a lot of you, and I know I've done a couple of shows, I think this is the third, maybe second or third time I've talked about this topic, maybe fourth time, but you know, this is, you know, after almost five years and on radio. So, you know, I think it's important that you, you understand that the fact that the neck and shoulders are right close to each other, um, obviously is one of the main reasons why a lot of people have this issue, right? So a lot of people will come and say, well, Dr. Juan, I carry my stress in my shoulders and it goes up my neck and it causes a headache, right? You know, so I kind of want to start talking about some anatomy first before um, I kind of dive into the solutions as to what's actually going on. So the reason why you have neck and shoulder pain um, and it's kind of combined, right, um, is because the fact that the neck and shoulder are very close to each other, therefore they share some nerves and also muscles that kind of transcend from the neck to the shoulder, actually even to the skull. Uh, So for that reason, um, you know, those muscles, whenever you are really, really stressed or really, really tight, those muscles tend to tighten down and then they start putting strain on 
the you know the joints and along with the actual nerve so i'm going to start talking about a couple of muscles here that you should be aware of that are causing probably most of your problems the first muscle that i'm going to talk about is the trapezius muscle the traps you know like you look at some really really muscular guys right when you see them on tv football players etc you know people that are very lean and very muscular you look at the you, if you look at them from front to back and you're looking at their face and you look at their shoulders the air between their neck and their shoulder, there's a muscle that kind of pops out. That's called the trapezius muscle. There's a couple other muscles underneath there, but that muscle specifically is a very large muscle and it actually is a very long muscle as well. It goes from the base of your skull all the way down to T12 vertebra. T12 vertebra is kind of like where your mid back becomes your low back. So it's, it's in that vicinity. So it's obviously a pretty long muscle. So some people will have actual issues with neck and shoulder pain that is not even coming from that area. It's because the muscles tight somewhere below in the thoracic area that causes the entire muscle to be in a spasm and a trigger point to be found in the shoulders, um, you know, between the neck and the, the shoulders. So that trapezius muscle is assisted by a few other muscles. So the sternocleidomastoid, the levator scapulae, right? And I'm not trying to get all scientific uh, etc. But you need to understand this that so let's say that now your trapezius muscles are the ones that help you shrug your shoulders up. So let's say like, you know, little kids, hey, you want this? Like, I don't care. They bring their shoulders up and drop them back down. Right. So that's a combination of all those muscles. So the main culprit being that trapezius muscle. So if that muscle is really, really tight, then that causes the tightness to go up to the neck because that muscle once again goes from the shoulders all the way up to the base of the skull right so some of you are thinking right now it's like holy cow he's describing my pain he's describing my headaches he's describing what i deal with right so this muscle literally when it gets tight is typically due to stress so if you think about it this way when you're stressed out about something and if you look at somebody that's stressed out, you'll see them bring their shoulders up and they're in this posture of like kind of like, you know, just amped up. Their shoulders are up. Their chest is kind of like, you know, a little puffed out. They're, they're trying to get in this in this mode of fight or flight. Right. Which, uh, unfortunately, fortunately, that that system in the fight or flight and being in a stress state it's important for survival, and I'm not trying to dismiss that the importance of that system and the way your body responds in that aspect, but the downfall is that ma many of us are living in that survival mode even though there's nothing to be surviving. So, uh, for example, you're not in the middle of a combat zone. You're not being chased down by a, by a wild animal in the, in the wilderness, right? You're literally sitting at work, and you're trying to get a task accomplished before a deadline, and then if you really pay attention, you'll notice your shoulders are drawn up near your ears, that puts that trapezius muscle in a basically isometric contraction, meaning that the muscle's not getting shorter, it's not getting longer. That muscle's kind of tight as is, right? It's kind of like flexing your bicep, you know, to make it look really big. You're not like, you know, completely curling your arm. You're not straining your arm out completely, but you're flexing your bicep, right? That's what's happening to that trapezius muscle. So this is literally the basis of actual neck and shoulder pain because that muscle gets tight. And it draws your shoulders up. And then literally all you do is kind of sit there and you're typing away or you're driving the truck or you're doing construction. And you feel like your shoulders are literally getting closer and closer and closer to your ears. That at the beginning of the day you start and your shoulders are nice and relaxed. And then by the end of the day you you have no neck because your 
shoulders are all the way up to your ears. That muscle meaning that that muscle is actually in spasm and that muscle is not obviously relaxed. Then if that muscle stays in spasm long enough, what you're doing is you're creating trigger points. Trigger points are these points in the muscle and where the muscle is very, very tight. Muscle is very, very tight. The, the muscle has layers that kind of slide and glide on top of each other. And when that muscle's kind of contracted all the time, that muscle gets really tight and it settles in, not necessarily the weakest point, but it settles in an area where a lot of contraction is happening. And then you create this really, really tight knit bundle of muscle tissue that is known as a trigger point. And those trigger points, when you press them, they actually hurt, but they also kind of feel good at the same time. So right now, if you literally were to press on your shoulders and your traps, you know, you grab your right hand and you go over to your left shoulder and you press across the actual trapezius muscle. If you notice it's a very, very tender spot, that is a trigger point. If you press that trigger point hard enough, chances are it's going to start spazzing and chances are you're also going to start feeling it going up your neck and almost into your head almost creating a headache so if you're dealing with that that literally is exactly uh you know what i'm talking about today and that is more likely than not the culprit of a lot of the issues that you're having uh but before we move forward on that i do have to take a quick break you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio day in season talk it's an ask the expert weekend on dayton and springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you back to the show today. Today we're going to be, we've been talking about, we're going to be talking a little bit more about neck and shoulder pain. Uh, we're talking about that topic because clearly a lot of people are dealing with it. Um, you know, we, we are out and about, you know, we're meeting people, we encounter people all the time, people are being referred into our practice. And one of the main issues that people are dealing with literally constantly on a daily basis We have, I would say, out of all the new patients we see per week, um, I would say about 60, 50 to 60% are suffering from sort of of neck and shoulder uh, pain that kind of radiates up up into the neck. And I'm going to touch on the shoulder also because a lot of people have shoulder issues that actually are coming from this issue that I'm describing. So now that I kind of gave you some data on the the last uh, segment and I talked about that trapezius muscle getting tight, I want to talk about another muscle. Uh, the other muscle is called the levator scapulae. So it elevates the scapula, basically a fancy word in Latin that means le- elevating the scapula. This muscle, when it gets really, really tight and it goes into spasm, this is the muscle that causes you the inability to turn your neck all the way to the right or the left. So whenever you wake up with a stiff neck and that, like you cannot turn to check your blind spot, because if you do, it feels like somebody's stabbing you with a knife, like right in the shoulder, neck area. That's because the levator scapulae is so tight that it's actually pulled a vertebra out of position and that's creating irritation in the joint capsule. The joint capsule is swollen and that joint capsule being swollen 
allows them the nerve to become irritated. So as soon as you try to move or engage that muscle, it feels like somebody's stabbing you with a knife. It's not that they're stabbing you with a knife, it's that you are actually crushing the nerve and the body's sending you a signal to your brain telling you you need to stop, otherwise you're gonna you can sever the actual nerve, which you're not gonna ever ever, you know, do that because your body's self-protecting, but nonetheless, if you were to move it hard enough, fast enough, or like just force it, you can cause some sort of permanent damage. So this is why your body is stiffening down, kind of like not allowing you to move because it does not want you to actually cause further damage to the nerve, right? So the levator scapulae along with the trapezius muscles are literally the culprit of, I'm going to say, from what I've seen in my practice, I'm not going to say that this is research-based, is me seeing it in my practice anecdotally, right? Anecdotal evidence, as I say, right? Um, I'm going to say that these muscles being tight is the culprit for neck and shoulder pain and headaches in about 60, 55 to 65% of the patients that show up with that symptom, right? So it is very important that you understand that if that muscle's tight, you're obviously are going to have issues and it all really comes down to the fact that you more likely than not have forward head translation and this is something that we've measured for we assess on our x-rays when we take x-rays because if you have forehead translation if you look at somebody from the side and you look at their ear their ear should land directly above their shoulder right if you look at somebody from the profile of the side the ear should land right above their shoulder when that ear is forward or the head is forward, you're elongating or stretching out those trap muscles, which of course stretching sounds good, but those muscles are not overstretched. Just picture straightening your arm out and your elbow, right? And then like causing your elbow to kind of hyperextend and you hold that position, your bicep is eventually going to get into a spasm because it's not his natural position. So this is what happens when you have forehead translation because of muscles being stretched out because of the, whatever job you do sitting in front of a computer or you know driving a truck or etc so this is what i'm going to be talking about in the next segment and how to actually get to the bottom of it and a couple of tips of what you can do at home on your own before you ever have to go see anybody to get this problem corrected so i have to take a quick break here again you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can find us by also searching for us on podcasts via iTunes by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan, and this show and every other show we've ever done in the past is podcasted, and it's also found on Spotify. You can also find us on Spotify by searching Living the Full Life, and lastly, you can find us by going on Instagram and searching at Full Life Chiropractic, and you can see all of our updates, all of our uh, workshops, all of our testimonials, etc., uh, in our office. So, uh, uh, just 
circling back right now, I know some of you are just joining us, right? Um, you know, we've been talking about neck and shoulder pain and also how that leads to headaches, right? So neck and shoulder pain clearly is a major issue, especially when it's accompanied by headaches because clearly it's an issue. So in the first segment, I talked about how the trapezius muscle and the levator scapulae muscle, once again, not fancy words, basically the traps, which you see on people that are pretty muscular, right? And then the levator scapula is a muscle that elevates the scapula, right? Those muscles get tight when you're sitting for prolonged periods of time where you're always looking down at a computer or doing construction, looking at the ground or anything that un undoes the actual, un uh, you know, the actual curvature of the neck. So those muscles become tight because they're trying to literally pull your neck back into position. They can't win. They go into a spasm and then that causes trigger points and those trigger points then obviously cause pain, etc. So the biggest thing is that um, you first have to address your posture while you work. And this is really, really tough. If you're sitting in front of a computer for eight hours, initially the first two hours of the day, you're, you know, happy-go-lucky you know, hunky-dory, you're trying to do everything right, right? So you're sitting up nice and straight, you have a really great posture, but then you fast forward a day, you know, by four or five hours, and you're literally, uh, you know, kind of like slouching in the chair, your head is poked forward, right? If you somebody were to look at you from the side, and the issue is that that's what that forehead translation, forehead posture um, creates issues, right? So in our practice, we measure that. We measure that forehead posture, and that's one of our number one goals. Whenever we have a new patient and they start care, our number one goal is to reduce that forehead posture. That forehead posture, if we can reduce that, we can do a ton of other things to the spine, like reintroduce the curve in the neck, straighten out any deviations that you see from front to back. Not necessarily, you know, a huge major scoliosis, but minor deviations from front to back uh, that we see are typically... Uh, reduce or almost completely resolved by just bringing the head back, right? So this is one of the main culprits of actual shoulder, neck, and headaches, um, right? But there's a few other causes of shoulder and neck pain that we need to touch on before we move forward uh, that are actually pretty common. So, you know, the number one, uh, one of the top issues that people why people have neck and shoulder pain if it's not the muscles is because there's a herniated disc basically this is where a disc is basically like a jelly donut and this is the way i explain it to my patients if you're a patient listening i'm sure you remember me talking about jelly donut versus an actual thick pancake right so the jelly donut is very very simple concept to explain because if you think about a jelly donut we all have eaten one at one point or another in our lives if you haven't eaten one you've probably seen one at least, you know, seen it in the picture. So jelly donut is basically a donut that has jelly inside of it, right? It's completely enclosed, right? There's no hole in the middle. And that jelly, let's call that the nucleus pulpus, right? That's what the disc in our bodies, that's what the inside that jelly would be called. The outer layer, so the actual outer layer of that actual donut is basically the cake batter that they fry or whatever, however donuts are made. I don't know how <laughs> to make donuts. I think they're fried, right? But nonetheless, um, that that dough is then the actual crust. That is the annulus fibrous, right? So, and this is where whenever you have a herniation, it's typically due to the fact that picture you grabbing a jelly donut 
and smashing it down very, very fast, very quick, what happens to the donut, the batter, it cracks and then jelly spills everywhere, right? Most of the jelly comes out of the hole where the actual donut was filled, but a lot of it also comes out of the sides where the actual cake batter cracked and it opened, right? So that is what happens when you have a herniated disc. So the actual cake batter cracks or the donut batter, whatever it's called, the donut dough, right? cracks open and then jelly starts coming out of it that is a herniation so this is one of the most common causes of neck and shoulder pain you know and especially neck and shoulder pain that kind of radiates down the arms one side or the other that is typically very very likely due to a herniated disc of course it could be a you know a, a tight muscle as well which i seen over and over in my practice people think like i have a herniated disc and i do this adjustment that releases the trapezius, the levator scapula, and guess what? No longer they have the nerve pain down the arm or the numbness, etc. Right? So, so literally, herniated disc is one of the most common causes of neck and shoulder pain. Uh, then another one is a muscle strain. So obviously, I was talking about muscle spasms and muscle trigger points, but a muscle strain is literally, um, you know, these muscles that become strained. It's like pulling a hamstring in high school track and field in the middle of like a cold, you know, spring day in an actual, you know, uh, a meet, like a track and field meet. And I know some of you can relate. So like picture baseball season, any of those sports that are spring, but you start playing them and it's still kind of cold out and the weather's still kind of, you know, bipolar, right? So you're trying to warm up, you do everything right, but you don't warm up correctly and then you pull a muscle that's what a muscle strain is right so strain basically involves the tendon and the tendon just basically gets irritated and it gets inflamed so if you suffer from something like that in your neck and those muscles in the neck and think about this how often do you move your neck a day how often do you move your neck in a minute right you move your neck constantly so whenever you sprain a muscle right or strain a muscle sprain a a ligament but strain a muscle guess what you have to do you have to rest and stop moving that muscle how easy is to do that with your neck i've seen people with neck braces on and they kind of like get this false sense of uh, security and guess what they're like moving their neck all the way around right so muscle strains are another one of those very very common causes that actually causes uh you know neck and shoulder pain right Stinger injury is basically, you know, um, it is basically overstretching of, of the muscle and the nerves, especially between the neck and the shoulder. So, right? so it's a stinger. So I remember playing football in high school. Uh, you know, they used to call it a burner or a stinger, right? And it's basically a quick jolt of pain, nerve-like shocking or even burning that goes all the way down your arm. And then like it kind of slowly goes away and you kind of got to shake your arm kind of very vigorously. That's a stinger injury. That's another one of those things. And this is the thing. I'm going to say this out loud. A lot of people think that that's only during a sport collision like football or hockey or lacrosse or any contact sport, even soccer, right? Um, But actually, you can recreate the same thing and I'm, I'm going over this right now because most of you don't play sports anymore right you probably go for a walk but like competitive sports you can create the same exact actual issue by sleeping on your side or laying on your side too long 
and falling asleep with that neck kind of kinked. And then that causes, think, think about it, all that pressure and tension and stretching that happens in that one collision, it happens in a split second, it causes a stinger injury, and obviously the person is dealing with that. But if you lay on your side, one or the other, with your shoulder jammed, you're so tired, you don't get up through the night, and now you're stuck in the same position for six hours, guess what? You're going to create damage to the actual nerve and stretch it and it's going to create a similar actual issue as stinger injury so very very important that you realize that the position you sleep in the position you work in the position you move stuff in like you know lifting heavy things all that matters right um one of the other uh, things that i want to talk about before i start giving you some ideas and what you can do to get rid of this neck and shoulder pain uh, along with the headaches that kind of are combined um, another one of the issues is thoracic outlet syndrome is basically, so the thoracic outlet is this actual outlet that is created. Um, you know, it's the area between the top rib at the very, very top rib, number one and the collarbone. So there's a lot of nerves and blood vessels that come out of there. And if there is actual compression of that area, it creates this thing called thoracic outlet syndrome. So these nerves are compressed, uh, basically leads to tingling, numbness, right? That can actually either go down the arm, affecting circulation. Some people will feet, feel their hand or arms hot or cold, right? Uh, sometimes that actual same feeling comes up the neck to the back of the skull. So this is thoracic outlet syndrome. It's not very, it's not, no, it's not very common, but this is something that walks into my office very rarely because people are typically not waiting until they have thoracic outlet syndrome to do something about it. If you have it and you've been living with it, you know it, what it is. Uh, obviously, you learn some exercises, I'm sure, to manage it. But at the end of the day, thoracic outlet syndrome is something that would cause shoulder and neck pain. So then now you're asking, okay, great. Thanks for all that info, Dr. Juan. That's awesome. Well, what do I do? So super simple. The first thing you need to do is actually fix your posture especially when you're going to be at work in prolonged periods of time sitting or standing or doing something you got to fix your posture one of the easiest tricks and, I, and i've actually talked about this on this radio show before you know the last couple times that i've done this actual topic is whenever you're actually you know in an idle moment let's say you're sitting in front of a computer what i want you to do is bring your shoulder blades back squeeze them together in the back and then what i want you to do is look up towards the ceiling right like you're looking up towards the sky that basically and then you bring your shoulder blades back unite them and then bring them down and then look up towards the ceiling and that's going to stretch the trapezius muscle the levator scap and by you looking up you're going to take that forehead posture forehead translation that causes the muscles to be overstretched, you're gonna be actually reducing that. So it is a very, very good exercise to do. And I'm not saying you need to do it 17 times a day, every day, right? I'm saying that, you know, two to three times per, you know, shift that you're working, you need to pause for a deliberate, you know, 30 seconds, bring your shoulder blades back and look up towards the sky and hold that position, take a three to four deep breaths and then relax and nice nice and easy come out of that position i'm very very confident you're going to notice that your trapezius muscles and your levator scap muscles 
near the shoulder and neck area are going to be much more relaxed. So I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life from 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Days News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937 552 7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can simply text that number. Once again, that number is 937 552 7364. And you can text the word dinner. We do have a dinner coming up. So, for those of you who obviously listen to the show for the first time, uh, you know, it, the dinner with the doc is an opportunity for you to come and meet me. I talk about a health topic talk about typically how to achieve health naturally without drugs and surgery. And we spend about 30 to 40 minutes in that room. We break bread together and they, you go on on your merry way, right? But what that that opportunity allows you to do is to come and hear a different approach at healthcare from a natural realm, right? So if you are interested in coming to the next dinner, our next dinner is on March 7th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. And what happens at that dinner is literally you come by yourself or you can come with a friend or up to four friends. And then basically I talk about how the body is supposed to function, how it's supposed to heal and how your body is supposed to naturally be able to deal with a lot of issues that people are getting surgeries and drugs for, right? Just because they want a quick fix and they don't want to have to deal with the problem, right? So that's what we talk about. And after that, any questions that are, you know, you know, pondering upon like, what is it that you do in your office? Do you take x-rays, et cetera? We talk about all that stuff, right? So that's what the dinner is. Once again, if you're interested, more than welcome to come. It is a free event. You come, listen. If it makes sense to you, you may have the opportunity to set up an appointment. If it does not make sense to you, you can simply say thank you so much. And you leave there with a belly full of food. And if you ever, obviously, potentially have some negative issues in the future, hopefully you remember Obviously, uh, the fact that we talked about health and you can maybe give us an opportunity in the future. So once again, if you're interested, uh, coming to the dinner, by all means, call our office or text the word dinner to 937-552-7364. Or you can call our office at the same number, 937-552-7364, and talk to one of our team members and get signed up for that dinner. So talking about neck and shoulder pain for this, this actual show. And, you know, what I just want to touch on a couple things here before I get off air. So um, one of the biggest things that you can do to prevent the actual neck and shoulder pain saga that people tend to go with and deal with, especially when it becomes a headache, is yes, of course, the exercise I talked about bringing your shoulder blades back and looking up, but also you can do a self-massage of the trap muscle. So you can literally grab your hand and start massaging your trapezius muscle and then what you'll do is for example if you grab your right hand reach across touch your left trap right and you're massaging you find that trigger point then what you're going to do is press down on that trigger point and then you're going to turn your head towards the trigger point 
hold that for 10 seconds and then you're going to turn away from the trigger point and then tilt your head away from the trigger point and hold that for 10 seconds as well and that's going to help you release that trigger point it's not going to be completely fixed uh, all the way but it's going to be able to actually reduce that tension and tightness which allows you to drop your shoulders and be able to function without all that stress and all that on you know on on render energy that you're dealing with that is causing the issue so definitely try the trigger point release if somebody else does it for you it's even better so you know spouse friend uh they can actually press on that trigger point kind of hard and you stick a deep breath in let it all the way out and then that then in turn allows your body to relax and go from that fight or flight i'm going to you know get killed by an animal to oh wow i need to relax by the beach and i want to you know go to bed right so if you allow your body to heal and relax is going to allow your muscles to literally calm down and reduce the likelihood of you having the shoulder and neck pain. Some other things that can actually cause a problem in the shoulder and neck pain arena is the supraspinatus muscle. That is the muscle that allows you to bring your arm up from the side, like if you're standing kind of with your arms at your side and you're to raise one arm off to the side up to kind of put it above your head. That's the supraspinatus, especially the very beginning of it. If that muscle gets really tight, it causes the trapezius, levator scap, and a few other muscles in that area. And the supraspinatus is a rotator cuff muscle. So a lot of people have this injured or at least strained, right? And they don't know it. So that causes the actual trapezius muscle to get tight and then in turn causing neck pain and headaches where people would in turn think that that's the cause of their problem, but it's really coming from the fact that their shoulder is out of position, causing a tremendous amount of tightness in that region. So folks, I am out of time. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, our next uh, our next dinner is March 7th at 6.30 p.m. Basil and Troy. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. Dancing and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.